Good morning. Today, as is our annual tradition, is what we call Toberman Sunday. For 115 years, Toberman has existed in the L.A. area, and it's one of the oldest Methodist mission projects. And, in that, and today, to this day is a national mission institution of United Methodist Women. Because of that, and because of the life-changing work they do, we have long felt a sense of responsibility to support them in their mission to bring the people they serve from poverty to self-sufficiency. Most of you are aware of the ways in which our congregation has contributed to um, Toberman's successes over the years by delivering life-changing services that encourage, inform, educate, and empower those they serve to live healthy and purposeful lives. I'm excited to introduce to you our special guest today, a new face to many of you, Darlene Keon, Toberman's Executive Director. A little background on Darlene. She began her nonprofit career at the YMCA of Greater Los Angeles and for 11 years impacted the lives of families and children there through programs that focused on leadership, education, and physical fitness. After leaving the Y, Darlene successfully led the expansion of PlayWorks SoCal, an anti-bullying program that promotes social-emotional learning through play and relaunched the Girls, Inc. Los Angeles program. Darlene was then excited to join Toberman's staff as a way to apply her knowledge and nonprofit expertise to continue to empower the lives of the families in the harbor area. Now Darlene will share a little more about what's happening now at Toberman. Darlene, welcome. Now I can see the PowerPoint. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Andrea, for the very well, warm welcome. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I, I'm here today because I really want to share some stories about impact that um, is going on at Toberman, about the, the gifts that you have all given to Toberman and the impact that um, it's making in the community. The message that I've heard earlier um, with the kids really, really hit home that um, by, by sharing and showing you care, it's showing love. So I'd love to share all the love that, that we see in the harbor area. So I don't know if all of you have been to Toberman. It's a very large campus. As you can see here, this is... Oh, next one. Well, I'll tell you a little bit more about me. I started um, at Toberman in July. Uh, Dr. Linda Matlock retired, so I was really excited to be appointed as the new executive director, and it's been just an amazing experience to, to learn about the programs, learn about all the amazing things that we're doing, and the long history, 115 years, is just incredible. Now, I know you all haven't been involved for 115 years, but I'm, I know that the, the church does have a long history of being involved with Toberman. So this is a picture of our parking lot looking out the back. You know, our, our facility is very large. You can go next. We have a, the building that you see has uh, two Section 8 housing apartments. It has a gymnasium. It has a weight room. This is the front of our building where our clients first come in and get registered so they can get food from our pantry. Uh, the truck you see here is delivering food. This is the gymnasium. You can see it's a big empty space that we could hold lots of activities. This is a, a picture of our teen room. Empty. But we have a team room. The next picture you see is our multi-purpose room, a room that we use for English as a second language classes, 
a room where we have nightly dinner for our kids in the community to come eat, to have different activities, to have classes, financial literacy, parenting classes. But they're all just rooms. What's most important are the people that are in, this, in these rooms. This is a young mother who came to us because she was out of work and needed a place to go to get back on track. Diana is a community member that grew up in the, in, at Toberman. She came as a child. Her family received food from the pantry. She received toys from the toy bank. And she's now on our board, serving as a trustee and a leader in the community. That's me and some of our staff, just to show the diversity of everybody who's there, everybody who cares. And you can see that my sunglasses were very popular. The kids all wanted to take a look at them because they're all shiny. But it's the joy in the faces of the children that really make a difference and really show the work that we're doing. Because that parking lot that I showed you at the beginning is now a place that pirates can come to, to have fun. We had more pirates that came with more pirates at our Halloween carnival. The, the kids were able to come, play games, do activities in a safe place. In the communities that they live in, they can't go trick-or-treating for fear of being shot, for fear of receiving tainted candy. And so they're able to come and enjoy and have a safe, fun place to go. We even saw unicorns riding around that parking lot. So it wasn't just blacktop. It really did come alive with all the programs and the fun things for the kids to do. I know at Thanksgiving you all contribute uh, gift cards so that we can have turkey dinners for our families. And here, the parking lot became a kitchen where we uh, deep-fried turkey so that we could have food for our families and our kids in their dinner, dinner meal. We have opportunities for leaderships, for, for um, staff to travel so they can learn more about how to work with our kids, how to work with our communities to bring better services and better programs. That gymnasium you saw earlier that was empty became a fashion show because our seniors put on a, a parade of trees, if you've all um, come to that event, where they raise money so that the, ki the kids have more programs, so the families have a place to go. And they had a fashion show during that fundraiser. In the summertime, our children learn about education. Here, um, it may not be really obvious, but this is a STEM exercise where the, the children learned how to make bridges. These are great bridges, aren't they? I don't know how well they would stand up, uh, but they, they really were a, a great opportunity for the children to learn about what makes for a strong um, structure. And so they really looked at different ways to make straws something strong that they would be comfortable um, walking over. And this truck was donated to us so that we could get more food for our food pantry. We've more than doubled the food that we distribute because we received a gift, like a truck, that we could go pick up more food so we can serve more families. The more food we receive, the more that goes out. We were uh, a little concerned at first that we were getting so much food in, but as soon as the food comes in, it's completely gone. So it really shows that the gifts we received really are fulfilling the, the lives of the families that we serve. So I want to tell you about a program that we are working on. And this program is uh, called Getting Relationships Right. It's a program for teens and their parenting adults 
to learn how to have positive relationships together with the goal that it will improve their relationships. During the program, they also learn how to improve their relationships with each other. And then they do a service project at the end, so they also learn how to improve the relationships with other community members and to better their community. So it's a very holistic program that it really works to get the kids involved, get the parents involved, but also better the community through service projects through this program. Parents are learning technical skills because we do a lot of computer work, and they're also learning how to love their children in a way so that they can hear what their children are saying. Next. So I want to talk to you about Manuel. This is a picture of one of our teens that's in the program. And his dad is an undocumented uh, resident here in Los Angeles. He started his own cleaning business, works nights cleaning office buildings, um, really to, to make a better life for his family. Uh, Manuel, while he was an okay student, became attracted to uh, gang life and started hanging out with the wrong people, started selling drugs, became deeper and deeper involved with the gang, but didn't really want to be part of that. He tried to get out of the gang, and they beat him so badly he was hospitalized. His dad was doing the best he could, but he was doing it as a friend rather than a parent. And when he came to the program, the thing that struck me most was we asked them what their goals were for this, and Manuel said, I want to have a dad, not a friend. And so that program's really helping Manuel's dad to learn how to be a parent and set boundaries and work with his son to get him out of the gang. So you see this picture here with him, um, a laptop in his hands. Uh, we were able to purchase a laptop for him so that he could take online classes because he's now been accepted to Harbor College in the fall. So he'll be able to get a better education, make a better life for himself and his family, and not be involved with the gang. And this is Jose. Jose has a similar story. Uh, he was involved with the gangs as, as a teenager, had dropped out of school. We worked with him to get him to graduate from high school. This picture here, every one of these gentlemen in this picture is a gang member. We bring together gang, uh, gang members from all the gangs in Harbor City on a boat for one day. That way they can't fight because they're really trapped in one plot place. And at the beginning, Right? I mean, you're not going to shoot each other if you're all together on a boat. And the beginning, nobody will talk to each other. And we're out on the boat. They start fishing, and someone gets a fish, and suddenly everyone gets excited. And now they're all working together as a team to bring the fish in. And from this experience, this young man is now in Portland, and he's working to get his, I think it's called license? but it's uh, so that he can become a tugboat operator, so that he has a job that really um, can support him, support his family, so he can stay out of the gang life. He has a more positive experience. And that all came out of this boat trip, where he realized how much fun it was to be on the boat and what he really could do with his life. He had never even been on a boat before. So uh, mentoring is so important. Being on a boat with other gang members led Manuel into now um, being in school to become a tugboat operator. We invite people to come to, to work with our little ones. You can see the firefighter here, and this kid is just beaming because who doesn't love firefighters, right? Uh, but we want to mentor our kids so that they see a different way. You know, you, you can't be something you've never seen. 
And so for a lot of our kids, they are, their families have generational poverty, and that's all they know. So if that's all you know, that's all you do. Not only is there generational poverty, there's generational gang involvement. We have some families that have been involved in gangs for eight generations. If, that's, if your grandparents were gang members, then that must be okay. So we're really showing them a different way through mentoring. And maybe they'll become clowns one day. I'm not I'm kidding about that, but uh, maybe they will. Um, in the summertime, we have a program called Summer Night Lights, and we go into uh, Wilmington and Harbor City and in, have fun activities for the families to participate in in the summertime. The parks are a very dangerous place, and the families don't come out. They stay in their houses. They don't go out in the summertime. And with us being in the parks, with uh, collaboration with the city uh, police department, we're able to provide fun, safe activities so that families can come out and meet their neighbors and really build a stronger community. We do fun activities to show the kids that they don't have to stay in the harbor community. The Chargers donated tickets so our kids could come and see a football game. Now, this is a picture from our last breakfast with Santa. Um, that was an event that I know you all um, give us uh, gift cards to, and the, our teens get gift cards, and it's very impactful for our families. But it's not only impactful for our families, it's impactful for the volunteers who come to support our program. So these teens came to volunteer that day um, to learn more about Toberman and to create a really fun environment for the kids. Now, because of that, they're learning leadership um, skills. They're getting more involved. And one of, the, one of the, the young men that volunteered that day really saw the impact that volunteerism has both for his classmates as well as for the kids. He has now started his own nonprofit and is organizing teens across the South Bay to volunteer doing enrichment classes and um, special events for the children at Toberman. And that came just because of one day. So it really, really makes a huge impact. The other story from Breakfast with Santa that I wanted to share with you, because it really directly, um, the impact comes directly from the gift cards that you gave. And, you know, it, in the greater scheme, you think, oh, it's gift cards, it's a present. But I had, we had one client who, the Wednesday after the Breakfast with Santa, called his caseworker and said, in tears, saying, I'm, I, I couldn't come to the breakfast with Santa. We had a family emergency. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have nothing for my kids. Please come down. Now, Jose is a survivor of domestic violence. His wife beat him so badly he was hospitalized. He has um, a lot of trauma. He had to stop working. His wife is now in jail, and he is raising uh, three teenage sons and a 10-year-old um, daughter by himself. So we are working with him to get him uh, services to help him get over that trauma. He gets food from our pantry. We've been working with him on getting him back to work. But at Christmas, he didn't have any money for his family, and he missed our breakfast with Santa. So we, have, um, we had an adopt-a-family program as well. So we did have some gifts that were extra, some things we could um, give him. So his caseworker said, come on down, come on down, and we'll see what we can do. In the hour from the time he phoned, it's going to make me cry. I'm sorry. I'm going to warn you right now. In the hour from the time he phoned to the time he got there, somebody donated a pink bike, perfect for a 10-year-old girl. And I saw him when he was walking through the lobby with the bike, but that's all he had. And I thought, what, what's going on? And they're like, oh, we're looking for something else. He's got three teen boys, but they don't really have 
you know, toys for teenagers. I come to my office. I have some gift cards that were left over from the um, Breakfast with Santa. I had four gift cards left. I gave each of the boys one gift card, and there was one extra gift card that I was able to give Jose. And he looked at me, he goes, you don't understand. Everything that's happened this year, there's no joy in my life. There's no joy for my kids. And I've been praying to God every day to help me to bring joy to our family. And you've answered my prayers. Your gift cards answered his prayers. So thank you for making just a special time for him and for his family so that he knows people are out there that care and support him through the toughest time of their lives. And so here, again, it's about the family. It's the kids. It's the parents having fun, learning together. One of the dads told me after one of the sessions that the first time his daughter ever came to hug him and tell him that she loved him was after one of our sessions. So it all comes back to the kids. This summer, our, our, summer, our kids actually have a longer summer camp. LAUSD has extended their summertime. So we have 11 weeks that the kids will not be in school. In our community, our, kids, our families can't afford to send their kids to summer camp. So we provide a safe place, a safe opportunity for the kids to come. So they come to our programs. You saw the bridges that they, they build. They learn about STEM. They learn about math. They, that's STEM. They learn about English. We work with them on their reading so that summer learning loss doesn't happen. I'm sure you've all heard that phrase, summer learning loss. Um, it has a greater impact on the children in poverty-stricken areas because they don't have the enrichment opportunities that children in more affluent neighborhoods have. And so they come to us so that they can have those opportunities to go on field trips, to go to museums, to learn how to dance, to do sports, to go swimming, to build bridges. So our summer camp this summer is going to be a lot longer. And our parents pay $300 for the whole summer. Does anybody have kids here? I pay up to $700 a week for my daughter, who's 14, to go to camp. So as, as you can tell, it's, it's very, very cost-effective for our parents to, to send them. But $300 for eight weeks does not cover the costs of that program. So I am going to invite all of you to uh, continue with your giving and is, ask you to make a gift so that our kids can go to camp. It's $1,000 a child to go to camp. Our parents pay $300. That's just a little over $125 a week per child. So our goal this, this summer is to raise $100,000 so that we can send 100 kids to camp. It's a lot. And I'm not asking you to give $100,000, but I am asking you, um, I'm in inviting you to join me and to join us in sending our kids to camp and making sure the kids that you see in this picture have the opportunities, stay in school, stay out of gangs, so that we don't have to do intervention when they're already in gangs, when they're already in the hospital, when they've already dropped out of school, they're already on track to be successful and, and viable members of our community. So I thank you all for all of the support that you've, had, that you've given us over the years. I, we've had board trustees, volunteers. Um, I know you come to get, uh, feed our children. Andrea's all the, there all the time uh, serving dinner so that our kids have meals. They go to school and get breakfast and lunch, and then they, get, they come to us to have dinner. And, and really, those are the only meals many of our kids have during the day. So it really is changing the lives of the community, and I thank you for that. And thank you for the opportunity 
to speak with you and share with you some of the stories that uh, that I've seen over the last eight months. It's been such a joy and and really such a blessing. Thank you, everybody.